What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Uptempo Podcast. I'm your host, Blake Lane, and tonight I will be riding solo, uh, covering the SEC action that occurred last night. The 6 o'clock tip-off between Mississippi State and Alabama, we'll be going over that. Uh, Coach Nate Oates picking up the two tees, getting tossed. We're going to talk about uh, the SEC officiating uh, from that that 6 o'clock tip last night. And then we're going to roll over to the 8 o'clock tip, the nightcap. We're going to talk a little bit about Vanderbilt and Auburn. Vandy rolling into Auburn Arena on the road. Tough place to play. Tough place to win. Scotty Pippen Jr. putting on an absolute show for Vandy. Uh, and then countered that with Jabari Smith Jr. acting like the best player in the country. And we're going to talk a little bit more about that. So uh, two big games to cover right now. And, and we're going to kick it off with Alabama and Mississippi State. Huge win for Alabama basketball. They moved to 17-9. and nine, uh, Got that 25th ranking in the country. Really big win. Didn't want to drop this game. Mississippi State with an absolutely heartbreaking loss. Uh, they dropped to 14-11. and 11. Just really needed this win. Would have been their first big road win of the season. And after beating Alabama at their place, they had Alabama on the ropes again. Had, had Alabama on the ropes again, I think Mississippi State was leading like six or seven with about seven minutes left and just went ice cold from the field. Uh, and, and, you know, I want to talk a little bit about that in just a second. But I want to talk about the game that Javon Quinterly had. Uh, when when Javon Quinterly is playing at this level, playing 37 minutes last night, eight of 16 from the field, uh, three of eight from three, had eight assists with 21 points. Uh, just just absolutely incredible stuff from Javon Quinterly. Uh, but he had two turnovers last night. I mean, taking care of the basketball. When Quinterly plays like that, him and Shackelford, just really, really tough to beat Alabama. I mean, it's extremely tough. And I told you, I told you a few episodes ago that this Alabama team can get hot, man. When they start knocking shots down, they can get hot. They, they're they're starting to pick it up on defense. They're starting to get a little gritty, a little slimy in there in the post. Uh, Gurley and, and Betty Ako starting to play at a high level. They're on a three-game winning streak. All right, I told you a couple episodes ago that Alabama can get hot and they can be a team that could make a run in the tournament. All right, I think you need a little bit more consistency out of J.D. Davison. Uh, too many up and down spots, moments for him. If you get a J.D. Davison that plays like he did against Baylor or or Gonzaga or one of those J.D. Davisons, hey, watch out for Alabama. I'm telling you, it could be a Sweet 16, a lead eight run. You know, I mean, I don't want to say Final Four, but – you never know. They could be the Auburn from 2019. I'm, I'm, I'm being serious. I'm, I really mean that. Um, and, and I'll tell you what, for Mississippi State, uh, the, the Iverson Molinar kid, absolute stud, absolute stud. Uh, playing out of position, he's really a two guard at heart. He's a two guard. Uh, Mississippi State dealing with injuries and and uh, things of that nature, and and Molinar really having to run the point. Uh, not at home, but playing 34 minutes, 7 of 20 from the field, uh, 1 of 5 from 3, 7, uh, seven of 8 from the free throw line, and and dumping in 22 points. Like I said, just a really, really uh, solid player for Mississippi State. And, and they got some dudes over there, man. Um, just not, a, not enough uh, – not enough – 
shot makers at the end of the game. Uh, and and I want to talk a little bit more about that when I get there because uh, uh, I had some really big question marks with Mississippi State at the end of the game. But um, I want to talk a little bit about SEC officiating, uh, especially in this Alabama game. And, and we all saw Nate Oates just get absolutely livid. And he finally lost his cool last night. And, and I've been a little skeptical of Nate Oates Sometimes when I watch Alabama, I feel like he talks more to the officials than he does to his players. I feel like during timeouts, instead of drawing up plays, talking to your team, setting up, um, uh, you know, a, a half-court offense, uh, inbound set, you know, whatever, sometimes you look over and he's more worried about the officials than than he is his team. And last night, you know, you just you saw it all come together, and his lid just finally blow. And I mean, he looked at the he looked at the official on the baseline, and he said, "Do it, do it, team me up again. I don't care." Well, what he was doing was he was sending a message to his players, not only to his players, but the entire Alabama basketball um, program, and saying, "Hey, I fight for you." So let's see what you can do for me. Let's see if you fight for me. Let's see if you can scratch, claw uh, your way back into this game and win this basketball game when things aren't going your way. Let's see if you can get slimy and and battle back and win. And what do you know? Uh, Alabama, they find a way to win. Mississippi State goes ice cold down the stretch. Uh, shot selection was absolutely terrible. Uh, look, at the end of games, man – like I said with Jabari Smith, you want your best players taking your shots. All right, down the stretch, you want your best players taking your shots. When the game is on the line, you put the ball in your best players' hands. All right, Mississippi State did not do that last night. There was a couple of questionable threes, quick shots in the shot clock, and you know a one-point game. I watched them three. I think it was three straight possessions. They went down and jacked up threes in a one-point game. I don't understand it. Um, they had an opportunity to, to win a, a big game on the road last night and uh, didn't didn't take advantage. But Alabama, uh, they kick it out. Darius Miles uh, sends, I mean, waves through Coleman Coliseum uh, when he threw that baby down. Uh, just put an exclamation point on it. Uh, Roll Tide Faithful was rocking. They were uh, just getting after it, the hard hat district. Uh, big win, big win for Alabama. Really enjoyed watching that game. Seventeen and nine, like I said. Uh, looking at Alabama right now as a, as a five to maybe six seed, and uh, and really big spot. Like I said, I I really think Alabama could make a run. So uh, moving on to the eight o'clock tip off between Auburn and Vandy. Man, Vandy come out and what it was an eleven zero run out the gate. Bruce Pearl got a T. I still don't know what the T was about. Uh, obviously, he barked at, barked at an official. Um, not sure what it was over. Uh, didn't really care. It was so fast into the game. Um, and and Vandy just couldn't miss out the gate. I mean, everything they threw up was, was falling in the ocean. Um, Scotty Pippen Jr. was playing lights out. I mean, he hit a little step back three that, I mean – Look, dude can play. All right, he his his basketball IQ uh, off the dribble. Um, his first step is absolutely electric. 
the vision, the court vision, uh, the passes, it's NBA caliber. Scottie Pippen Jr., NBA caliber, and all the NBA scouts were there to see it last night. He played 36 minutes, had 29 points, was 7 of 18 from the field, and ultimately ran out of gas in the second half because um, it is the Scottie Pippen Jr. show at Vandy. Uh, Jordan Wright, number four for Vandy, played a solid game. Uh, 26 minutes, had 15 points. And, I mean, other than those two guys, man, Vandy just not a lot of depth. Um, and it, it was it was uh, out of gas in the second half, and they couldn't keep up with Auburn shooting in the second half. But, you know, turning it over to Auburn, shot 31 of 53 from the field, 58% last night, 11 of 22 from three. That's 50%. Hey, the shooting woes, they left last night, got it, got back into Auburn Arena um, midweek game, and, and, they, and they found their stride. Uh, shoot or shoot, keep on shooting. Like Bruce said, I want my guys shooting. Just keep shooting, and eventually they will fall, and we will fall out of that shooting slump. And uh, Auburn did that last night. Uh, won the rebounding battle 33-26. to uh, huge Kessler banging the boards with seven rebounds, played 27 minutes, went uh, eight of 10 from the field and had 22 points, seven, uh, seven blocks to add with that. I think Auburn had nine blocks as a team. Uh, Kessler, man, look, he missed his one three that he shot last night, but uh, had a really nice, he stepped out away from the basket on the baseline and hit a really nice jumper. And, you know, that we were talking, they were talking a little bit about it last night with North Carolina just wanted him to stay in the post and he didn't want to, he wanted to step out and play outside and, and shoot the ball and, and uh, have that part of his game to, to possibly go for the NBA. And, um, and look, his shots getting better and better as the season goes on. I'm am fully confident of him stepping away from the basket and shooting a jump shot. Um, he's been knocking them down. And, and I tell you what, the, the low post moves he showed against Texas A&M and, I mean, he, the dude is becoming a complete player around the rim. We already know what he can do on the defensive side and the, and the pick and roll with the lobs from Wendell Green. Uh, all that's been there all season. But watching him shoot the basketball now and gain that confidence away from the rim and outside of the paint uh, has been excellent to see. And, folks, what I've been saying this whole time on all of these basketball recaps, Jabari Smith, Jr., Okay, I think the very first basketball recap I did when I started this podcast, I said that Jabari Smith Jr. was the best player in college basketball. I got laughed at by some people. Um, I posted it on social media and some people laughed at me. They said, no, um, Chet Holmgren from Gonzaga, um, the kid from Duke, uh, you know, whatever is what it is. You have your opinion. I have mine. I like Jabari Smith Jr., I would take him number one overall in the NBA draft. That is my opinion. 28 minutes last night, 10 of 16 from the field, 31 points, and 7 of 10 from three. He hit seven. I think he missed his first two. I think he missed his first two threes, and then he hit um, and then he hit seven in a row. And then his last one, I, he caught it in transition and kind of – he was going full speed, kind of pulled up right at the line and rushed it. Really difficult shot. Uh, but seven straight threes was absolute lights out last night shooting the basketball. And, look, folks, the, the crazy part of this 31-point um, 
game last night was he played 28 minutes. All right? He played 28 minutes. Look, he's starting he's starting to get that selfish act about him. And and I said I said on a previous episode that we need Jabari to shoot the basketball more. We need him to at times when Auburn is in a slump to say, "Hey, I'm that guy." All right? I I, I want to take this game over. I want to leave my mark on this game. I give me the basketball and let me work. Get him to the elbow. Let me tell you something, folks. That is an NBA move, all right, with the pivot foot and 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 the, the move at the elbow with the turnaround fade when the, when the um, the help side defense comes in and, and they try to double team and, and trap Jabari, and he just spins out of it. That is absolutely filthy. Kobe Bryant, Kevin Durant, those are NBA moves. All right, those are NBA moves. The, the turnaround jumper on the baseline last night over the defender, 6'10", unguardable. That is an NBA move, and he made it look simple. It's an NBA move. Absolutely incredible stuff by Jabari Smith Jr. If you didn't watch Jabari Smith Jr. and Scottie Pippen Jr. go back and forth last night, you missed one hell of a basketball game. I know Vandy didn't match up and they ran out of gas but Scottie Pippen Jr., when he gets off that first step and, and he puts that basketball to the hardwood, it is absolutely electric, and he will go into the into the tall trees at the rim, and he straight yammed on Kessler last night, and he's not scared to get up in there and finish uh, with left and right hand. I mean, dude can play, but Jabari Smith Jr., like I said, absolutely incredible. Uh, in front of the NBA scouts, silky smooth last night. And that is what Auburn needs to ultimately finish this uh, one shining moment run, in my opinion, if they want to cut the nets down on that Monday night in early April in New Orleans, Louisiana. Jabari Smith Jr. has to play like he did last night against Vanderbilt. Uh, Moving on to the bench, Wendell Green Jr. I think he played 30 minutes, might have played a little bit more than that, had 12 points. Finally knocked down a three. Seeing Wendell Green Jr. knock down a three was huge. Uh, you could see the confidence coming back. Uh, really big stuff by Wendell. And didn't turn the ball over last night. I, if I'm not mistaken, I only think he had like like two turnovers, maybe three, something along those lines. Uh, incredible stuff. Incredible stuff by Wendell Green Jr. Um, Zepp Jasper, man, just once again, look, when Auburn – has Zepp Jasper fully healthy, no uh, sickness, and 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 he's in the game, man. Auburn takes care of the basketball. They don't turn it over. Wendell Green has a little bit more patience about him. He's not careless with the basketball. Uh, and, you know, last night it was big because Zepp got into a little bit of foul trouble, and Wendell was forced to play the 30 minutes, you know, and and, and Wendell was patient with the basketball. Didn't You didn't see the careless mistakes. And and uh, it was it was really really great night for Auburn in my opinion. Um, like I said earlier, they broke out of the shooting slump. Look, bounced back from the free throw line, twenty one of twenty six, shooting eighty percent from the free throw line. Hella hella stuff, man. I uh, thought Auburn played a complete game. It was really nice to see. And uh, look, had seventeen turnovers, but look, let's be honest. 
at the end of the game, things kind of got out of hand. They kind of stretched out to 18-19 on Vandy, and they got a little careless with the basketball. You saw Cambridge get ready to try to rock the rim and blow the roof off. He kind of lost the handle on it, turned the ball over to Scotty Pippen Jr. He hustled back and everything. Um, just – you know, got a little careless. Flanagan had a couple that that were a little careless, and uh, so I, I'm not really worried about the 17 turnovers. Hey, Auburn shot 70 percent last night. 70 percent. That was in the second half. In the second half, they shot 70 percent. Lights out. Lights out. Couldn't miss. But really pleased, uh, Auburn. After the loss at Arkansas, they get Zepp Jasper back in the lineup and they start rolling again. Both teams are rolling, man. Uh, Auburn goes down to Gainesville this week, uh, this weekend, I should say, Saturday, and uh, take on the Florida Gators. Hasn't hasn't been a fun trip down there. They have had so much trouble trying to win at Florida. Uh, have absolutely gotten their doors blown off the last couple times they have been down there. So uh, pay attention to that game Saturday if you're an Auburn fan. Let's try to uh, completely knock the Gators out of the NCAA tournament, get them as an afterthought. And uh, I think Alabama travels to Rupp, I believe, to take on the Kentucky Wildcats. Um, not 100% sure on that, but I believe so. And, uh, hey, hell of, a, hell of a Saturday for SEC basketball and uh, some, some big-time matchups, big key games. Uh, and, honestly, like, yeah, yeah, Alabama travels, travels to Rupp Arena to take on the Kentucky Wildcats. The game will be on CBS. Auburn goes to Florida. Ole Miss at Georgia. LSU at South Carolina. Hey, South Carolina. South Carolina. They're hot, man. The the, the half-court buzzer beater the other night at Ole Miss. Uh, I wouldn't want to play South Carolina right now. They're 15-10. They're just hot, man. LSU got to go to South Carolina. Tennessee and Arkansas. Tennessee and Arkansas. Keep an eye on this one, people. All right. If Arkansas wins this game, right, they beat Tennessee. They're uh, 23rd in the country. They beat Tennessee. They're going to jump in the rankings a little bit. All right. Tennessee just uh, knocked off Kentucky. Uh, Arkansas is going to jump in the rankings. Then they have Kentucky coming to Bud Walton Arena um, next week. So, hey, Arkansas. It's your time. Let's see what you can do. See what you can do. Hey, honestly, honestly, Auburn fans, you, you need to be pulling for Arkansas. You need Arkansas to beat Tennessee, stretch that SEC gap just a little bit more, give Auburn that little extra cushion. And then we got uh, Texas A&M at Vanderbilt uh, for the 5 o'clock SEC Network tip. Not really worried about it. Um, and not really going to comment on that game. Uh, but, hey, if you want to watch an elite basketball player, watch Scotty Pippen Jr., uh, take on the uh, Texas A&M Aggies. Hell of a player, just like his dad. So, uh, man, I had fun on this one tonight. Really enjoy you guys listening. Tune in. Go to uh, Spotify, Apple. Leave a five-star review if you could, whatever. Written review. Uh, if you want to support the show, there's a link up. Uh, you can get on there and 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 support monthly. Whatever you guys want to do. Um, got merch up on the Etsy page. Uh, you can get on Twitter, look at the Linktree uh, link, and and go there. Uh, I think it's uh, my my Twitter page, my TikTok page, and uh, my Etsy page. So if you want to go check that out, really appreciate it. Um, and, guys, I'll catch you all on the next one. I'm out. Peace.